Hey, hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffled. Look at that, we're back once again as a trio, bringing you things that we have scrounged from the internet, sometimes even books. My name is Dan, thank you very much for being there. This week, I'll let you know how the pubs kept Ireland's actual economy going and what makes the Japanese sad on a Sunday night. Connor is here too, what do you got? Uh, the Romans are going to make you feel really, really sick and obviously a little Halloween fact in the spirit of... Halloween. This is Halloween. Andrea joins us. What have you got for us, Andrea? This week I have a fact about the movie Scream and why you wouldn't be able to find your murderer if you were murdered in the US. <laughs> Cheerful. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Murderers, everything. Let's get on. It's a brand new episode of Baffled. Better shirt this week, lad. Makes it just less distracting. Do you not, do you not agree? That shirt last week... That paint by numbers one he had on with the dinosaurs. I liked it. I think it looked good. It looked on like that, something from Mother Care. It looked like it was in the Mother Care autumn clear out, mate. That's what it looked like to me. So I think I had that show actually in year four. So you, 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 we can discuss this, Andrea. What have you noticed about Connor's get up and, and clobber this week? Here we go. He's wearing the same hat. The same hat. Right. I'm just gonna okay. just get a new hat. I'm just gonna explain to you what's going on with the hat. Mm-hmm. I've been looking for one of these hats for a long while. Really, really hard to come by. As much as it just looks like a blue hat to you, it isn't. It's a nice hat. It's an 80s golf hat. Really hard American. to get. It's a nice hat. Yeah, and when I and I just don't want to take it off because I've been looking for one. But you're for about, overusing it. It's yeah, like when you. It's like when you're craving a meal, mm. like spaghetti carbonara, or whatever it is, and you you should have it once, and you think I'll have it again, and then after a week you don't want it anymore. Yeah, mm. but I'm just enjoying the hat, and I feel like it's just become part of my sort of you know personality now. Anyway. If you want to see what we look like, by the way, uh, I don't know if you follow our social pages. You can find them all at baffledpod.com. And like we're putting up loads of reels, loads of TikToks on what we actually look like. And they're doing very well. And I'd love you to be part of it. So make sure you follow us. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're bringing you facts every single day. Just like little tidbits that and you can scroll through. Selves for them to come and see what he looks like that today. Because that shirt. See, it's in his head. Yeah. I'll tell you. You wouldn't have done that last week. Nice hat. Right, let's crack on. Six facts for you. Connor, give us your first one. Let's boot off with a Halloween one. Let's get in the Halloween mood. And it's nice and simple, but I want to discuss it for a reason. So I want to give you the 10 most popular Halloween costumes of 2023. Okay. So you've got Barbie, Princess, Spider-Man, Witch, Fairy, Wednesday Adams. No idea who that is. Dinosaur, Cowboy, Ninja, and Bunny, which comes to a discussion of... Halloween is pointless because it's just an excuse to just dress up. It's not scary. That's not scary. Barbie isn't scary. Right, two things here. Firstly, do you want to tell them who Wednesday Adams is or shall I? Wednesday Adams is, they did a show about her, the Adams family. Right. So they did a show about Wednesday last year, like a whole series. <laughs> they did a show, you know that show called The Adams Family? Film! They right. made a show on Netflix all about it. It was huge. But hold on a minute, right? Top 10 most popular Halloween costumes. We've got Bunny... Cowboy, fairy, princess, yeah, and Barbie. Those are like classics. Well, no, you see, here's where we come to a little impasse. Hmm. I, I feel, although Halloween is a massively American holiday that my parents detest for that reason, by the way, uh, like in the UK, we take it seriously. If you're going to do it, do it scary. Whereas the Americans... No, they, they celebrate it better than we do. No, but what I mean is that if you're dressing up in the UK, make it scary, oh. right? Whereas in the Americans, it's, oh, yeah, just I'll be a cheerleader for the day. But you know what? I think we celebrate Halloween when actually we should be just looking people in the eye and go, sort yourself out. Because I've been to Halloween parties and they're turning up like, oh, what are you? Just a dentist. Well, t- tell oh, us... Oh, you've got a bit of blood on your face and all of a sudden I'm terrified. I'm not... 
mate. What, tell us about like Halloween in LA. Very fancy. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, what did you? What would you go as? How seriously would you take it? Growing up, because obviously I lived in the US, like my not my adult life basically, um, and it was a lot of trick or treating and going to people would like literally full on do like a haunted house at their house and like um, yeah, it was just really big. But yeah, you would dress up. It wasn't all about being scary. It was just about being something else. What would you like, dress up as? R- 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 like like your best one that you remember? Please say it's scary. I was I'm always really dressing up. Being the... I was really boring. I dressed up like a cat. Oh. Pretty much every year. It's shocking. You was really, Oh, I did a really fox You was doing so good. I was enjoying you being here. And now you're telling me just... <laughs> Did you hear that, by the way? To justify like a more scary one, she went, oh, no, I was a fox once, though. No, Terrifying. Oh, scary. No, but this, what are you going to do? Raid my a... bins. This is the thing. Right, so the list. Princess, cowboy. They dress up like them and then just bung a bit of blood on it. So it's like, what are you? Oh, I'm a princess covered in blood. Oh, what happened? Oh, like, I don't know. Like, I sort of attacked somebody and blood was on me, but I was a princess at the time. Just be scary. Grinch of Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've, I have, like, followed this, though. Uh, when I was at university, I dressed up as Willy Wonka. Oh, f- And I took around a bucket full of sweets oh. that I named Charlie, right? So it was my Charlie bucket. I thought that was a great bit of wordplay. I do think I came across as a little bit of a tit, though, because I would walk around and I would give out like fellow uni students sweets take some sweets from my bucket and like in hindsight i think they must have been thinking who is he oh you did this at uni yeah can you imagine I was like 21 can you imagine the behind the scenes bullying that went on to this kid <laughs> i mean honestly i would absolutely rinse him behind the scenes i'd be like have you seen this kid running around in a willy wonka outfit giving out sweets yeah like, this might be super inappropriate but i dressed up as um what was the kid from it georgie georgie i dressed yeah. up as georgie but with his arm off but instead of not having an arm, I put red paint on my yeah arm. That's scary. Hiya, Georgie, when he gets his arm taken from the drain. That's scary. Yeah, but like I went to a Halloween party once. Okay, this was last year actually. It was really really great, and we all dressed up. My mate turned up. Listen to this in a Uniqlo waterproof jacket, the trousers that he wears every weekend, a pair of New Balances, and a balloon. And I was like, "What are you?" He's like, oh, "I'm." That was it. Know. I'm like. That's not good. It's just not. Are you doing the kid? Is he the kid from it? Yeah. Rubbish. See, I got a. I had the yellow. So you can't coat. just wear your normal outfit and just hold a balloon and go <laughs> dress up. I'd get rid of them. They wouldn't be allowed in the party. What are you wearing this Halloween? That hat? No. Do you know what I? Do you know what <laughs> a I? A golfer from the eighties. Yeah. yeah. Bit of blood. <laughs> do you know what I think is the scariest Halloween outfits? Just the masks. If you just wear like a black tracksuit and a really freaky mask. That is terrifying because yeah. it's just the masks are really scary. Like the that purge. freaks me out. Yeah, like the scream masks and like mm. the really. What, what's the one that um, there's a guy on TikTok actually that wears it and goes through drive-throughs in America? Have you seen it? Why are people no. doing that? So he wears like a mask and it's freaky as anything, and then he just go, goes through like the drive-throughs at like McDonald's or whatever, and he just stops and just stares forward. And all of the workers, it's their reactions, and they're like, you know, proper freaks out. I ain't doing it. I once, when I was young, about 15, I went trick-or-treating with a mate. I dressed up as the Grim Reaper. He dressed up as like a bloodied dead man. And I wheeled him around in a wheelbarrow. That was good because it was quite freaky. We put the effort in and you've got a wheelbarrow to chuck your sweets into. Just the final one, Spider-Man. 
Easy, isn't it? Well, it's lazy. It's like the reason they're the most popular and the most people do them is because it's lazy. Halloween costumes are so expensive, too. Yeah. But like, who's going as Spider Man? Spe- you go as a bunny as well. Stop listening to us. I'd, I'd say that. I it's, spe- fine to, it's fine to not listen if you're going as a bunny. I yeah. think I spent my student loan on my Willy Wonka outfit. That's really embarrassing, man. That is something that you need to reflect on as a moment that you will never do again. Seriously. I, as, as a friend, you know, I'm really annoyed about. I'm really annoyed that I used my ammunition of having to go at your hat nap before. Then I could have said it then. Did any of your friends out. say to you, "Just don't do it, mate"? Like you don't need to do this, and it just looks ridiculous. Did anyone say that? Did anyone? Did you go on a night out and do that? Yeah. Wow. And get this, I went to go into the club, and I couldn't take my Charlie bucket with my sweets in. So I stood out. I stood on the steps oh, of the club to the, to the waiting crowd, the line, and chucked them all in there. Like, have you ever seen the film Jingle All The Way? This is niche reference. In the film Jingle All The Way, there's a yeah. scene when they chuck the lottery balls into the air and Arnold Schwarzenegger leaps up to grab one. All the parents are fighting, scrabbling around for these lottery balls. Uh, it was the same thing. I chucked my streets into the air as hordes of students leapt to grab one. Was, I was, I was yeah. king of campus. Was that an audition there, was it? Uh, over a performative sentence or at that at that point was there a moment where you checked in though seriously like honestly as a mate to a mate did you actually stop at one point and go what the f- am i doing no because you have to think you have to think like at, at the time this was 2012 much happier place mm. i don't know if you were in the uk in 2012 andrea it was no, a, it was a, it was a lovely place it's to a be beautiful place it if, was there was none of this cynicism so everyone was on board with it yeah. anyway now look we moan about it Mm. But the, uh, if, if you're going dressed as a bunny for Halloween, switch off. Press pause. Unsubscribe. Unfollow. Thank you. Andrea, what's your first fact of the show? My first fact of the show is after the release of the movie Scream, sales of caller ID, which in 1996 was not standard on landlines or a common feature on phones, tripled. Now, you see, I've not seen Scream. Oh, well, that ruins the fact. You've already, you've already got me very concerned about why it's increased because I can understand why. Would you like to explain to Dan why this probably happened? Uh, have you seen Scream? Yeah. Okay, so it's because in the first scene, it's the first scene, right? Yeah. The first scene, there's a girl that like is in her house and she gets a call. Yeah. From some, that's where this like whole thing comes from, she where it's like call. there's a voice. Yeah. That's like really creepy and it's like mm. I'm in your house. Yeah. And then. And then yeah. she gets killed. And she doesn't have caller ID. She doesn't. So the idea is if she'd have had caller ID. So it's a great promotion for Brilliant, ID. right? So yeah. the, the idea is if she had caller ID. She probably would have known who it was. But still, someone she's going to be killed. Mm. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'll be honest. I don't think murderous psycho is going to be put off if you just don't answer the phone. Like, give us a ring. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the house. She's not answered the phone. Mm. I'll call it a day. I ain't killing her Is there any chance we can just go back to bunny chat? Because this is just, uh, just... Have you seen... You haven't seen Scream? No. Watch it. Terrifying. What? That's not a selling point. I ain't going to do well, it. just watch it, mate. I ain't going to do it. Well, he's ain't got no storyline to it. You know, you know what I mean? Like, going through this amazing, like, you know, storyline. It's a horror movie. It's going to freak you out. But he's freaking... That opening scene is terrible. So it obviously increased because people were doing it to other people. Yeah. They were creeping them out. Yeah. Surely you can get arrested for that. I don't know if people were doing it or if it's just people saw the film and were like... I don't want that to happen to me. I'm oh, getting caller ID. Yeah, okay. Could be both. Could be a bit yeah. of both. It's good, good prank. Horrible you, prank. You, did you ever do that when you first saw the film The Ring? So, so, the Ring. Well, so in, 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 in watch TV. In, yeah, and in that film, you'd, if you see the film, then you get a call saying seven days. I watched it when I was like 12 with a mate, and then I phoned him later that night. At 10 o'clock, which is when you're meant. You were a bloody rascal, weren't you, back in the day? Apart from when I was really Wonka and then I was yeah. cheeky, a cheeky chappy. Cheeky chappy. Giving out free sweets, by the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, scream, scream. Actually, if you are looking for like 
and Baffled is definitely the place to come for that little list of uh, Halloween movies. Put Scream on it. It is a good one. And I'm not great with horror films, but I'd put that... I, I always mind that they're really rubbish, but I'd put Scream maybe like top three, top five. Question. I love horror films. Yeah. If us three... Yeah. On the first Baffled outing... Outing? Outing. Oh, day out. D- outing, yeah. If we, we go t- on outings. If, if we take ourselves to a nice little cabin in the woods somewhere, you know... Spooky. If, but this ha- is in a weird Halloween start. night, for instance. Us three, we go to a little cabin in the in the woods. Who's getting killed off first? What, what if a serial killer arrives? Yeah, if we were in a horror movie, who's getting killed oh, off me. first? Yeah, you. Yeah. You reckon? You've known us for like a month now. Either He's getting me killed or off you. first. That'd uh, be me. You would have a little bit more. I'd probably sort of, be a close second there. Yeah, I'd be gone. I just, I, I, do you know what? All of it, all of the the overthinking, all of that, it just, I, I'd just be like, just, just get us done, mate. <laughs> Yeah, the, the serial killer wouldn't kill you. I, I, Your anxiety would end it for you. Yeah, you'd have, a heart, you'd have yeah. a heart attack as soon as the little. I'd be there. I'd see him. I'd already. Start, I'd see all of the vision of everything that's happening, and then it would all be happening in front of me. Yeah, I'd be like, right, this is how it's playing out. Okay, just do it. Get it done. You'd be the only person in a horror movie ever that when everyone should be running away, you're in the corner with your Headspace app on, having a little meditate. Just like Harry Styles reading me a bedtime story. <laughs> what would you do? Would you get your bucket out and offer him a sweet? <laughs> I'll tell you this for free. Hold on a minute, fella. Before you get out your chainsaw and you're coming in and do us all in, do you fancy a little Charlie Sweet here? Yeah? Re- where's my top hat? Where's my top hat? Hold on a minute. Top hat on. I was going to say, I reckon I do quite well. I'd probably try and reason with the serial killer. <laughs> That'd be... Oh, look, 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 listen here, mate. All right? Just just take your touch. Just slow down. You don't, don't need to be doing this. What's led to this point? Yeah. Is there anything that we can do to make the situation easier for you? I'm in the corner. <sighs> You're just running around. Andrea's there. Got, got the old phone out. Yeah, You'll out. never believe the difference yeah. between the UK and the US doing Halloween with serial killers. Oof. <laughs> it's tough. It's tough. Well, thank you very much. Producer we... Adam's in there on the toilet. <laughs> Listen back to last week's episode. I got told off by that, by the way. Did he have a go at you? He's there like, hold on a minute. Keep that serial killer there. Still him with his creamed croissant. <laughs> too much chocolate. God, tell you what. Right. First fact of the show for me. Can't wait for that outing, by the way. Necessary we book that. Necessary. When you think of Ireland, you know, without <clears throat> painting with broad brushstrokes, stereotypical, but you think of pubs, right? I've only ever been once and I spent most of it in a pub, yeah. Yeah. You been to Ireland? I've never been. But... Great pubs. Actually, as well, debatably better pubs than what we have in London, which are still great pubs. Ireland pubs are good. Let me take you back to 1971, back in the day, Com. <laughs> the economy in Ireland had pretty much shut down. It had come grinding to a halt. Banks really had no money to hand out. Uh, so the uh, people who lived there took it upon themselves. They started doing old school checks and IOU. So I would say to you, Connor, if you did a service for me, I would say, look, well, I owe you five quid. And when money comes back into circulation, I will give that for you. Yeah, I've heard. Uh, yeah, OK, go on. You get that? The, the, the way to make sure these were legit was to almost do them at the pub, to do them through the pub, because pubs have such a cultural reference point. They're such a touchstone there that y- you don't want to make a mug out of yourself at the pub, do you? You know, you, this is your local. This is your pub. This is where you go every night. And in Ireland as well, it's very much like that. Like, we met a couple on holiday and they were Irish and, like, their pub is a safe space. It's like a community. So, like, it's where you go 
every single Friday, same time and do it. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, you, did, you didn't want to make an, an embarrassment of yourself at your local. So yeah. often they would swap these checks with each other or even swap them to the barman. And you would say, look, you're, you're here. I'll give you this IOU, which means I owe this guy this much money because they didn't want to embarrass themselves in the pub. So back in the 70s, the early 70s, without pubs, the Irish economy would have crumbled completely. I, I believe, though, and... Since you've come over to the UK, have you? Do you go to many really old, lovely British pubs? Yeah, um, in aren't Devon, they the, aren't they the best? Yeah, they're just the best. That is what they're so cozy. They're so cozy. Like they are the absolute best pubs. thing. Pubs are a safe space. I read something yeah. once. Couldn't agree more. A pub is a place to go when you're sad, when you're happy, when you're anxious, when you're not. He's like the pub is the place to go, and I agree. And they're very egalitarian, right? Because you might have sorry what. Uh, like, like they're for equals, right? You know, everyone is the same in a pub. You might go, to, you might have like a, a what's like, that word again? Egalitarian. Like you might have like a fancy social space, it's kind of right? Like an eagle that doesn't eat meat, sort of vegetarian meets bird. Oh yeah. People yeah. pay yeah. to be part of these member clubs. You know, the Groucho in London Soho House, and that's fine. You could take those. I really enjoy a pub because it doesn't matter if you're like a, a banker. It doesn't matter if you've got no money. You can be in a go pub. in there and you're just in a pub and you are who you are. And, yeah. and as I say, you like you go in a pub to uh, celebrate a marriage, an engagement. You you just had a baby, maybe, uh, but someone's died. You go into a pub. I don't really mm. know anything like that in America. Like something similar. That it's the one thing that America because there's like the most. bars. There's like sports bars. Maybe I don't know. Maybe but sports it, bars, it, but that's not. very sports yeah. like it's very sports absolutely the thing that i always find the most of america as well is especially going to austin and stuff is the drinking is big out there so like everyone does it's enjoyable obviously and it's so great but it's not quite like it is in the uk like did you notice i don't know if it's like this in new york but in california they have dive bars and the dive bars are like sometimes the windows are completely blacked out it feels very like yeah. wrong mm. almost you're not like yeah it's just like i don't i don't know feels a bit no, not I, as cozy as a pub, basically. No, I feel you. There's a bit more. A dive bar is more like an indie night here in the UK. Like they're quite scrungy. Mm-hmm. But the, the thing is with American bars, and I've always said it, uh, they're like eight miles out of town. You can only drive there, and then the only beer you can get is about fourteen percent. And like, what are you doing with yourself there? How are you getting home? Or you go to one more local, you get a cause light, heartburn, and you know, yeah. sick of it, and you got to tip loads. Don't like tipping out there. Oh yeah, you have to tip a lot. Hi mate, here's your three dollar bill. Any chance you can tip me five, hey? Yeah. We done? Yeah. I tell you what, though, when we went over to New York on the company card, the, the waiters and waitresses of New York did very well out of us. Yeah, <laughs> they were getting tipped, you know? What is that? Three Stellas. How much is that? $18? Yeah. Put 30 on. <laughs> Get 30 on, you're fine, love. Yeah. <laughs> but are we at our day hit per DMs, are we? <laughs> How much we got left? <laughs> right, there you go. Uh, so thank you to... Pubs in Ireland because they effectively became banks in the 1970s. And also you should go and visit Ireland if you haven't and go to a pub in Ireland. My last name is now McCarthy, so I need to. Oh! I'm, yeah, my husband's part Irish, so... It's bloody great. Go, go, go. Andrea McCarthy? Yeah. What a name. It's, it's not as, you know, it's not as showbiz as Andrea Celeste, I think. Andrea, so Celeste is actually my it's middle name. middle name, I figured A lot of out. people think it's my last name, but it's my middle name. What, what is your last name? Angulo. Ooh, Angulo. Angulo to McCarthy is quite, quite an interesting switch. We've got the powerful names on Baffled. Yeah. Connor Knight. Yeah. You know. You want to know what's your name? Andreas. Andrea Celeste McCarthy now. But what was it originally? Angulo. Yeah, it's fantastic. Dan Simpson. Bam. You know. 
Dan Simpson Solid and keep name. it dressed up as Willy Wonka and go about stuff in buckets. Everyone's your friend. You know, like we were talking about the pubs are egalitarian. You come as you are. That's like me. Yeah. <laughs> you be my friend no matter who you are, no matter what you're wearing. Yeah, okay. Word of the day. Hello, my name is Mark Thompson, your guide aboard the Constellation Station podcast. Tune in every Monday for your weekly guide to all things going on in the skies above the UK that week. From meteor showers to comets and eclipses to supernova explosions, I will have it all. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Acast or wherever you get your podcasts from. But until then, let's hope for some clear skies. Thank you very much for listening, by the way. And as I said at the start, make sure you do follow our social pages. We're on TikTok, we're on Insta. The easiest way to get all of this is if you get to baffledpod.com. Uh, you can even buy merch. You're not, not coming. Have you, you're not, you've not got any merch, have you? No, I don't. Do you want a pair of socks? Yeah. I love a pair of socks. Yeah, okay, great. They might be socks. I got Amazon socks, finally. Yeah. They might be sold They're out. They're actually really good. Yeah? Yeah. You got the Amazon socks? Yeah, I did. Well, I tell you what, if you want some more socks, there might be a few... <laughs> Just quick, Adam, are, they, are the socks sold out? Are they, fella? Yeah. yeah, we've got a few pairs left. Yeah. I just weren't sure if they had sold out yeah. on, the, on the baffle page. Cut the warehouse is full. Yeah. Great socks. We'll get we'll get you a pair. You'll wear them a lot. Really good colours and that. So also it's info at baffledpod.com if you want to get in touch, if you want to send any facts our way. Love to hear from you. Uh, last facts of the show then, we're halfway through. Let's get going. Connor, what'd you got? Uh, we've spoke about the Romans a lot over the years of Baffled and the way they've done things. And this for me is a standout. Did you know they used to use crushed mouse brains as toothpaste? I'm not really surprised, to be honest. <laughs> I think Romans are like... Yeah, crushed, mouth, uh, crushed mouse brain would be their, their, their Colgate Whitening Plus. They would even use Aquafresh, I think, was we. They also used pea. Yeah. What? Here's the thing. Listerine was spirit. Yeah. Some would use urine. <laughs> Well, that's what I've got here as well. Often they would uh, mix the urine with goat's milk. Uh, their toothpaste were just as strange. And uh, yeah, obviously they would use um, donkey teeth as well sometimes mixed with the uh, the mouse brain because them little sharp bits that would come from the teeth would help clean the teeth, I guess. It leads us to the big question. How did they discover that? Who <laughs> was woken up one day and thought, my teeth are yellow, my breath is humming, Get that crushed mouse brain. I don't think there's any discovery there. That just sounds like they just were trying everything. I know. And they are doing a lot. Like, here's the thing. You always have a go at science, right? You have a go at the fact that we do these experiments with ridiculous reasons. Like, why are we doing that? Yeah. Well, that's why we're doing it. What? Because of that? Well, as in, like, for the general reason around it is if we don't do the experiments, people just do it. I, I wonder, know what you mean. I wonder what the reasoning was for that, though. Like, specifically mouse brains. Yeah. Well, it must it must be a consistency thing. So when I was trying to look into it, I don't think there's many Romans they can interview to understand why they done it. But I think when I think of it logically, a brain, the consistency of a brain is quite soft. So yeah. therefore, I don't know, it, it maybe works. What else have they got access to that would have a consistency like that that they could make into, like they've got mud? Or I, I can't think of something soft that they would be able to accept, like have access to to create into a toothpaste. I can't. But, but why is their first port of call here? I want something soft to stick in my mouth. I'll crush that mouse brain. No idea. Absolutely no idea. Ask Mark Anthony, that, the, the guy from last week. Oh, what, the one who made up um, Forgive an Ex Day? Yeah. I'm he, sure he's got an answer for it. He was a Roman. Yeah. Did you think any more about that when you got home, by the way? Any exes? No? I know we asked that question. 
I have one X. Yeah, so. forgive them. Yeah. We're not getting any more out of her this week than we got last week. Because, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about that. Still yeah. two years. Yeah. You see this contract that I've just signed? Yeah, it's been <laughs> in the shredder. I ain't doing it. Sip, sip, sip your pumpkin latte. Yeah. Um, yeah, something about mouse brains. Disgusting. Yeah, mouse brains. Sometimes with some donkey teeth in there too. Eh? It's not your Colgate Plus. The whitening one, by the way. £21 is. Our oh, boots. That's the one you want to go for. Just that's, that's elite, isn't it? I tell you what I want to try. You might have been fed this, but I can't work out if it's any good. No, you're going to say that H smile stuff. The blue tooth, the, the purple yeah, toothpaste. Yeah. What are we saying? Well, I know a friend that used it and he said it's fantastic and it does the job. It think naturally just makes your teeth a little bit sensitive at times. I think that happens. But it does the job. I think it literally does what it says, but mm. I think it only lasts a certain amount of times. It's like a daily use thing, you know? But there's plenty of toothpaste like that, but I think that they've discovered that purple on yellow, so obviously your teeth will be yellow, does yeah. something. But I'm unsure whether it's within good light as well that it makes it look better. I don't know. But it's massive, isn't it? It's all over TikTok. Hmm. But does that mean, you know a lot about TikTok, does that mean people are actually buying it or does it mean they've spent a lot on ads? Oh, no, I think people are definitely buying it. I think people are buying yeah, it. Yeah, I think people are definitely buying it. I've almost been suckered. Almost Just go for it, mate. In. Go for it. Your what? teeth are pretty good, though. No, they're awful. I'm getting married this year. <sighs> oh, God, yeah, go for <sighs> it. Yeah, I would definitely go for it. Lots <sighs> to be done before marriage, mate, for you. Teeth whitening being up there. Can I borrow you out on the day? Of course you can, mate. Yeah, yep. special that, that's why. Yeah. You are more than welcome, but I think the other way around for you would look good. A little Bart Simpson number. <laughs> Fantastic news. Do you take the Bart Simpson? Absolutely. Right. Uh, two facts to go. Andrea, what you got? If you were murdered in the US, there's almost 40% chance your murderer will get away with it. Now, wow. you see here... That's a high percentage. Yeah. Well, yeah, but it's it's not as high as them not getting away with it. Like, 60% is they are getting done for it. Yeah, but... It's all, it's all in that's the... That's almost half, though. It is almost half. Do we know why? But do we... Do we it's, a lot of people. So, this is... Uh, the percentage is based on, like, the fact that police have cleared 61.6% of murders in the US uh, by arrest or other means in 2017, and that leaves 38.4% wow. not cleared. It's, it's quite fascinating, isn't it? I've, I've always sort of... Whenever you watch, I love those documentaries where, you know, you're understanding people, how yeah. they've done that. And I think it's really, really incredible to understand why they've done that or whatever. Not that you ever condone it, but it's just really incredible to understand the insight to it. And how every single one of those murder documentaries, they do the most ridiculous things that are so obviously stupid. Do you know what I mean? Like, like they think they're going to get away with it by, like, planning this thing. And you're like, mate, well, you're literally... Giving away evidence at every at every point. I tell you who it's would incredible. Be, I tell you who would be an awful murderer. Who? This guy right oh. here. He'd be awful, wouldn't he? I would. Do you know what I would do? I'd walk straight into the police station and just be like, <laughs> "Could be dealing with it. Deal with it." Because it would eat me alive. It'd be the absolute end of me. It would. <laughs> Honestly, mate, it'd eat me alive. Too much anxiety. Yeah, I'll, I'll, and off the scale anxiety. And you'd be really easily identifiable. Yeah. Because you do it. Anyone got that weird geezer walking around East London with a golf hat on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've seen him every day down that normal pub for the past <laughs> two months. Go in there, I guarantee he's got a Guinness and some wings. There he is. But there you go, though. Some weeks you have a moustache, other weeks you don't. Yeah, I do change my identity. Yeah. yeah. What, um, so so forty percent, and it, what what's the per, you might know a little bit more about this, but what are the police like in the US with that? Because in the UK, like I think we're pretty good at that stuff, aren't we? Like we do get stuff done. You know, like whenever there's a murder or stuff like that, you always it goes to news. The police act like in the US, is it a longer process? Is it harder? Do you think for them to like put them in prison? And I just think that 
there's a lot more of it in the U.S. with gun crime and stuff like that and especially with gun crime and like hit and runs and like people just going into bars and shooting up bars and whatever it's like it's a lot easier to get away with it yeah which is kind of scary 40 percent is a high number though it's quite a terrifying stat that yeah 40 percent of people that have murdered somebody have got away with it yeah that's grim isn't it yeah but no i do i do enjoy those documentaries i find them quite interesting and then they really think they're getting away with it it's so good because they do the timelines and they're like oh you know like dan really thought at this point he was getting away with it but we had him it's like yeah did you see the one on netflix about the guy uh, the really rich guy over in america and i think he's just been like he's getting a retrial so i don't know how much you can say oh the murder family the murder family yeah oh the murder oh my gosh did you see that did you see the new season of it no i've not i've I've, I've, like kept myself clean with it isn't it yeah i can't yeah that would freak me out too much than watching that but isn't that out there like what as in that is like if you were going to write something you would write that yeah like like, richest most powerful man in in like the, the the area yeah gets done for this. As yeah. I said, I think they're on a retrial, so I don't really know what you can say over here. And then also, we've got a, a show over here, World's Scariest Prisons. Have you seen it? World's Most Terrifying, or Toughest Prisons no, with, Raf- yeah, with Raphael, Raphael Rowe. Rowe yeah. He was in prison for 13 years for, uh, not. I don't think it was murder. A murder but... I didn't commit. Yeah, was it a murder or was it a crime? Uh, it was a murder. It was? Yeah, he says commit. that in the intro. And everything. Yeah, yeah. Didn't commit it. Like, fact? Official? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. After thirteen years, it was proven that he wasn't, you know. And now he does a lot of like podcasting, goes back in, and that I find crazy. Imagine being in prison for thirteen years for a crime you didn't commit, and then you spend your life doing documentaries in prisons. Yeah. That happens so much in America that people get put in prison for something that they didn't commit. But like, I feel like it's a lot more because uh, it's guilty until or uh, innocent and proved until proven guilty. But in the US, it feels like the opposite sometimes. Like it's you kind of. I once got in my head because I uh, stole a... You know when you go to the fish and chip shop in the UK? Been to fish and chips before? Yeah. Yeah. Then you get the little tomato sauce sachets. Yeah. <laughs> this guy was like, they're 30p. You ain't having that? I'm not. I was like, no, that's too much money. He was like, well, they're 30p. So, you know. On my podcaster's wage, sir. Yeah. I can't afford these. Yeah. But like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, I didn't intentionally mean to like steal it. I just kind of like took it and put it on and then was like, Oh, it's kind of on there now. And then he was chatting and, that, and then I kind of left and hadn't paid for it. And I felt really bad. I was like, oh my God, I'm going to go to prison. And the other Criminal. day you did the thing in the pub, didn't you? What? When you ordered the beer and then it was too much and you thought I ain't paying for it. Oh yeah, but I didn't drink it. I didn't drink the beer. I was just like, this is too much money. I'm not paying. I'm not paying over £7 for a pint. I went out the other week. Have you ever done that though? Accidentally took something, like something small and you're like, oh my God, I didn't mean to do that like that. And then you're like, oh my God, I'm going to prison. And he's like, mate. It's ketchup. I do that with carrier bags sometimes. Yeah, oh, I get. I've got in my head about that. Yes, yeah. I'm like twenty p. They're gonna put. I'm gonna. I'm doing. I'm looking at a two year stretch here. Yeah, ruins my day. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. That heart starts beating, palpitating. Hey, yeah. what's the matter with you? You're sweating. Bag for life. Didn't pay for it. <laughs> Dripping. <laughs> Literally, with all the ketchup, you are red handed, right? <clears throat> oh, there we go. Can't it's sleep good. Night. Ba-dum, boom. <sighs> I will not admit to anything that I've done wrong. Right. Never. You're not getting me on camera doing that. Mm. Right, last fact of the show. I want to ask you this, Andrea, because I think Connor and I will have the same reference points. On a Sunday night, before you, when you were growing up, before you went to bed, like when you were going back to school on Monday, was there like something that came on telly that let you know, oh, that means it's bedtime? Yes. What was um, it? What is it called? Is that homemaker or home makeover? I think it's literally called home makeover. Homemaker. With this guy that was just over the top, was Thai something. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly the show you're talking about. It's similar to the Stacey Sullivan one as well. 
where yeah. she gets rid of everyone's junk. But like that would come on Sunday night at seven thirty, wherever it is. You would hear the theme tune and you'd go, "Oh." Mine would be the Coronation Street omnibus. Yeah. When I heard the so Coronation Street, the show over here, you'd have a half past seven show on a Wednesday and then an eight thirty show. So they'd do two episodes, and I'd only be able to watch the first one. Then the minute you heard the Coronation Street theme tune on the second one, you go to bed. It's bedtime. For me, it was you had Antiques Roadshow, which was big in the UK. It's a show that is. I love that. Show. And um, Last of the Summer Wine, which you might not know, it's like a like an old uh, comedy soap about yeah old people who kind of got up to no good while they were retired. Anyway, and as soon as those theme tunes came, it was like oh, I've got to go to bed. Well, the Japanese, as they always do, they have a word for this. It's called Sazei-san Syndrome. Uh, it's all about a, t- a TV show, the longest-running scripted TV series in history, the longest-running animated show uh, called Sazei-san, I believe. Uh, it's, it's, I think it's an anime, this version was. It was broadcast every Sunday from 6.30 to 7. It's not been changed in all of its history. And um, when that is over... People got depressed mm-hmm. because they'd have to go to bed. Sunday night's over. Monday's about to start. So much so that there's an actual term for it, uh, like a proper phrase. Sazay-san syndrome. Wow. Sazay-san syndrome. That's a good name, isn't it? Out of all the names of things, I like that. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Do you want that one as well? Uh, probably add it to the list. <laughs> yeah. Bit of anxiety. Do we know who come up with that though? Like where they kind of, like what led to that name? Well, what, what, what led to the name? Yeah, Sazay-san. Well, it's because of the show. It's called Sazay-san. Did you say, oh, it's Jap- Japanese? Yeah, I think the show's called Sazay-san. No, as in, like, the actual name of the show as well. I'm intrigued because it's such a great name. Sazay-san. Well, 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 well san means... Um, is, is like what, what you stick after a last name. So you'd be... I, I think, I'm, you know, I'm probably... I'm probably offending loads of people. But I think it, it, it's like you would be Connor-san. Oh, okay. oh my gosh, yeah. Think, they had right? something similar in uh, Thailand. Yeah. Except they would say it after, yeah, I think it was names. Son oh, I can't remember it. meaning Japanese. I do not Yeah, so it means dear. So it means the honourable. So so this show, I think it was about someone called Saze. So it was dear Saze. Saze-san. I do know what you mean, though, about like those moments. I remember when you're young and you know that it's like it's bedtime or, yeah. Brings back like proper nostalgic feelings. <clears throat> yeah, it bummed me out. Yeah, I used to hype it. I, yeah, I used to hate going to bed. Yeah. I was a little <laughs> as well, going to, you, you, yeah. you can imagine it, can't you? Connor! Yeah, literally. <laughs> Get to bed! Yeah, literally. I'll be up there on my little Nintendo. Your fish fingers are getting cold! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what my mum sounds like. That was good. And Dan's there, just like, so go to bed, mummy, no worries, tucked in. Well, I wasn't then, but I am now. <sighs> that, the second that, that big hand, it's nine o'clock, I'm yeah. off to bed. Oh, mm. I ain't staying up, I need my hours. Nine o'clock? I well, go to bed at nine. Between nine, well, probably ten, actually. I'll stop the wind-down process from nine with my sleepy time tea. <laughs> ten o'clock is when I'm going to bed. You are, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I feel for Tori. I need my hours. I She's really worse do. than me, but I don't way. care, mate. Sleepy time tea. She's worse. <laughs> oh, yeah, you've never had it yet. Oh, it's gorgeous. Dan, come on, man. Sends you right off. Why are you going to go at me? You're not just sick of it. I know Andrea's new. You're not just sick of it, though. You're not just looking at yourself in the mirror thinking, let's have a little bit of f***ing fear. Sleepy time tea. (laughs) Dressing up as Willy Wonka. Shirts with like paint by numbers. F***ing hell. Wind wind down time before bed. Have a couple of whiskeys. Get yourself out and about. Not like really. Wednesdays. Not, no. No, because then you can do it about everyone. You know, thirsty Tuesdays. Do you have wind down time? What, before bed? 
Yeah, she uh, does. I just no. watch TV, but I've no, uh, no. You, you love. You're into your, your well-being. You're in your wellness. You, <laughs> you, you, you. Yeah, I do my. Am I, I speaking out of turn? And I'm very thankful that you're here. Mm-hmm. Do you like candle before bed? No, I don't like candles anymore Ooh. because it stains the walls. Heard about that? Yeah, that's, that's that's for a different. But if day. I could, I would. Yeah, do you have a wind down process? Well, I do my skincare and then I have a magnesium thing. That's Can pretty much it. About that? Can I say anything about magnesium? <clears throat> Just me with my sleepy time tea, is it? No, we, 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 well, that's something to actually help the body and soul. Sleepy time tea, pathetic. <laughs> no, that's like, that is like breast milk for adults. <laughs> no, it's got loads of no, it's got loads of uh, herbs and stuff in it. It sets you off, man. What kind oh, of what brand is it? Well, my girlfriend got it at like a Swedish shop. So whatever the Swedes are putting in it, oh my word! <laughs> I just imagine you just hitting that all the time, like oh no more breast milk, might as well get something that will uh, replace that before bed. Then see if time sees it. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, you stick that in, you lie down, you are gone. I have a wind down. Eight or nine hours a night. I have a little wind down. I know what you mean. What's your wind down? So instead of my single whiskey that I've been drinking for the night, just increase that to a double. <laughs> God. In bed, eye mask on. <laughs> Breath of uh, whiskey puffing all around the room. God, you're so rock and roll doing this fact-based podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sleepy time tea and magnesium. Well, uh, yeah, the theme tune, the home makeover theme tune is sounding on this podcast. That is it. What have we learned? If your breath is stinking, it's probably because you're using, like, mouse brains to brush your teeth. Uh, also, if your phone rings tonight with no caller ID, uh, thank you for listening. And if you're dressing up as a bunny for Halloween... No thanks for listening. You can end it now. Unfollow. But thank you very much. Baffledpod.com if you want to get in touch. Uh, See you later, Connor. Uh, See you later. See you next week. Bye-bye. See you later, Andrea. See you later. And we will see you next week and on our like TikTok and Instagram page. Find them all at Baffledpod. Search easy. See you later. Listener.